Welcome to episode 19 of the English Sessions, Determiners, Just the Basics. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. Listen for these words today. Useful. Something useful is something that helps you to do something. In my example today, I say that mugs are useful. Mugs are a type of cup that often hold hot liquids. My coffee mug is very useful because it helps me to get that coffee. Break the rules. In English, rules is a word that talks about something that we are told we must do. For example, laws, regulations, these are rules. Rules are often created by people who think that they have authority over you. Rules are created by people who think that you need to be told what to do. Languages have rules, but also the languages we use are always changing, and often there are many things in languages that break the rules. In other words, the rules are not being followed. We are not doing something that the rule tells us to do. We are breaking the rules. I will talk more about this in the second half of the show. In episode two of the English sessions, I promised an episode about determiners. Well, here it is. Episode two was about other and another. In that episode, I said that the words other and another are determiners. So what is a determiner? Simply put, a determiner comes before a noun, and they help to make it clearer to the listener or reader what noun you are talking about. Very common determiners are words like the, a, and an. In many ways, they are similar to adjectives. In fact, in some dictionaries, other and another are listed as adjectives. I will argue today that they are determiners. We are going to use the Cambridge Dictionary as a source of information for determiners today. So what is the difference between an adjective and a determiner? Adjectives describe nouns. Ugly, stupid, beautiful, enormous, difficult. These are all adjectives. My picture was ugly. The president's comments were incredibly stupid. 
I have a beautiful dog named Greta. The elephant's ears were enormous. This grammar lesson hopefully is not too difficult. You see, I described all of those things. Picture, president, dog, elephant, lesson, with adjectives. So, remember, a determiner doesn't really describe the noun. Instead, a determiner helps to make it clear to the listener what noun we are talking about. Here is an example. In my kitchen, there are many mugs. I have ugly mugs. I have beautiful mugs. The ugly mugs are just as useful as the beautiful mugs. So, I love them all equally. Okay. Did you hear some determiners in my example? Earlier, I said that the word the is a determiner. Why did I use the in my example? Let's talk about it. I said that I have mugs. First, I described the mugs with adjectives. Ugly mugs and beautiful mugs. Now, as my listener, you now know that I have mugs. And you also know what I think about them. You know how I choose to describe them. Ugly or beautiful. Now, after I described the mugs, I wanted to tell you more about the same mugs. So I used the. The is often used before nouns that the listener already knows about. It is very obvious that I am talking about the same mugs that I talked about in the previous sentence. Here is my example again. Listen carefully. In my kitchen, there are many mugs. I have ugly mugs and I have beautiful mugs. The ugly mugs are just as useful as the beautiful mugs. So, I love them all equally. The, the ugly mugs, the beautiful mugs, determiner, and then adjective, and then noun. Did you hear other determiners in my example? Yes, you did. The word my is a determiner. My kitchen, not your kitchen, right? Determiners make it very clear to the listener what noun we are talking about. It is my kitchen, not yours. Many is a determiner. Many mugs. Again, I said many because I wanted to make it clear that I am not talking about just one or two mugs. I have many mugs. As you can see, determiners are everywhere, and they are not the same as adjectives. Let's talk about this sentence again. The ugly mugs are just as useful as the beautiful mugs. 
Let's change this sentence using other determiners. First, let's look at this sentence without determiners. Ugly mugs are just as useful as beautiful mugs. Well, now we don't know which mugs I am talking about because there is no determiner. We must assume that I am saying that all ugly mugs and all beautiful mugs in the whole world are useful. To be honest, I I don't think that's true. Go to the website www.englishsessionswithmike.com to see a picture of a pretty useless ugly mug that maybe once was beautiful. Now let's try it with other determiners. My ugly mugs are just as useful as my beautiful mugs. Okay, that's pretty clear. But wait, some are not my mugs. Some mugs are my partner's mugs. So this determiner is not the best to use. It changed which mugs I was talking about. Now we are talking about only some mugs in my kitchen, because some mugs are not my mugs. Okay, we are going to talk about some important rules for determiners after the break. But first, I have an assignment for you. Actually, I have two assignments for you. First, does your native language have determiners? Like articles a, n, and the? Some don't. Some languages don't. If your native language does not, tell us how this same idea is expressed in your language. In other words, how would you indicate the difference between the mug, which is a mug that your listener already knows about, and a mug, which is a mug that the listener doesn't already know about. Leave a message for me on the website, the website that you all know, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, because I have said it a million times. Second, the Cambridge Dictionary has a great list of determiners on their website. I will include this link on the English Sessions website. Go to the Cambridge page and write a story using all of the determiners on the list. It's a challenge, I know, but I also know that some of you out there love a good challenge. Send your story to my email, mike at englishsessionswithmike.com, and we will discuss it, or I will read it on the podcast. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember, go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Here are a couple rules to remember about determiners. Number one. If you have a singular countable common noun, for example, potato, the rule says that you should have a determiner before this noun. Potato is singular. There is only one. One potato. Potato is countable. You can count them. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes. Potato is a common noun. That means it is not the official name of a person or a place, like the Statue of Liberty, or a person's name like Mike or Alexandra or Greta. Okay, so now we know potato is a singular, countable, common noun. Here is my example. Yesterday I ate a potato. The potato was purple. Number two. Rule number two. You can only use the indefinite articles, A and N, 
before a singular noun, and you cannot use it before a plural noun. The rule says you can say a potato, but you cannot say a potatoes. A lot of students have trouble with rule number one, partly because it's kind of a stupid rule. But a native speaker expects to hear a determiner in this situation, with singular countable common nouns. They may be confused if you don't use one. Rule number one says, "I have a potato." Right. So native speakers would not say, "I have potato." Unfortunately, that makes it important. It is very common for my students from Asia or Eastern Europe to be confused about rule number one. Some languages like Polish and Korean don't have words like a, n, and the at all. If you love maps as much as I do, go to the English Sessions website to see a map. Of the world, indicating which languages in which parts of the world don't have these types of words. Rule number one: using a determiner before a singular countable common noun is broken all the time. This rule is broken all the time. Often, you will not see a determiner before common places that we go to all the time. For example, native English speakers say "go to church" or "go to school." I will go to school now. In the UK, they often say "go to university" or "in hospital." I'm sorry, I am in hospital, so I can't talk about grammar right now. In my opinion, rules are meant to be broken. But English speakers will break them in specific ways. It is useful to learn how native speakers break the rules instead of just making your own rules. Any questions? Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike dot com. Leave a message for me on the website www dot englishsessionswithmike dot com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www dot englishsessionswithmike dot com for more content. Please rate and review the English sessions on Apple. Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast as well. Find us on social media: Twitter at the E Sessions, Instagram at English Sessions with Mike. Search for the English Sessions on Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike signing off. <laughs>